the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet. Get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. Use the promo code NFCBEAST for 15% off. Active until the Eagles or Giants lose their next game and make sure to enter our World Series Prop Contest. Winner gets $200 in cash and a $200 SGPN gift card. Enter today exclusively on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network app. Welcome, everybody, to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford. I am here in Newcastle-upon-Tyne on the northeast coast of England. And we are here to bring you a World Series preview. Uh, we're going to preview the entire series, give our picks um, for the series. We'll be back later in the week to give Game 1 picks. Uh, have a little look at how the teams made the World Series, the keys to the World Series. We've got a fun contest to win which we've just trailed at the uh, in the top of the show there as well. And we'll have a look at all of that. So plenty of info coming um, in the next 45 minutes or so um, with a couple of co-hosts, as always, The Machine, the hardest working man in the sports gaming entertainment industry is Mr. Moonaf Manji. Moonaf, how are you doing? Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, glad to be here. Down to the final two teams in the MLB season. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be... A great World Series, hopefully, and uh, I guess two deserving teams uh, being in the World Series. So I know we'll dig in that in a, in a minute here, but glad to be here with you guys. Munaf, can you quickly explain to me how Pakistan blew that game on Sunday against India in the cricket in Crossway of Small Fortune? This is a family show, so I'm going to address that with you off. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, off camera. One of the worst beats of all time. Uh, and also from fault. the youth. It's your oh, fault. it's absolutely my fault. Yeah, I take all responsibility. Um, from the youth team is Mr. Noah Benick. Noah? Uh, what's going on, guys? I am super excited for the World Series. You know, we've done podcasts from the beginning of April all the way to the end of October, and this is what it's for. There's two teams standing, and, you know, both of them kind of have a rally call. We're going to have a little bit of fun with these sound bites throughout the week. Uh, <laughs> I love putting these stuff in. So, first off, the Houston Astros. They out for Houston. They got Houston. Oh, yeah, Martin Maldonado. And then how about Philly? Keep dancing on my own. Sean was having some fun with that on the SGP pod, right, Manoff? Yeah, Sean was. Uh, we uh, we talked about the World Series betting preview briefly, not in depth as we we're going to get in, but uh, yeah. <laughs> obviously he's on the Phillies, and we had um, hockey gambling podcast co-host Ryan Gilbert on there as well. So it was two on one. Kramer, you know, he's a Yankees <laughs> fan, so you know he's smart. He he. He's, he joined the side where if you can't beat them, join them. So he's on the Astros. There you go. And are you seeing them this week, this upcoming week? The prices are absolutely through the roof. Um, I, I'm going to try to see if I can get last-minute tickets if the prices drop. But Go scalp. Like standing room is like $800. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. 
I noticed uh, baseball, Sean, has been in full effect the last couple of weeks or so. I can tell you're excited, Noah, when you joined this stream um, before we even started recording. Your silly little face uh, was yeah. beaming like a Cheshire cat. Um, so, yeah, I can tell that and you're full of beans. That's tonight. because it's like we have one series to talk about. Two teams. <laughs> I have a full handicap on all of it. You were talking about the, uh, the XPPM, the expected podcast Per minutes per podcast or whatever that's, <laughs> that's this podcast <laughs> the analytics the advanced period. metrics yeah, yeah it's been as much as like I know we've sort of jokingly complained about how much of a grind the MLB season is the last kind of two or three days since everything got sorted out I've didn't know what to do with myself. Wow. I like wake up and think, right, must handicap baseball. And there's been no baseball to handicap. I've been like a bird in an eclipse. I, I didn't know what was going on. I was confused by everything. Um so it's nice to uh, have you both back today and talking of familiar faces, uh, Mr. Dryden, Arishmuth Dryden, how are you doing? Is in the chat. Um, I haven't seen Dryden for a couple of weeks. Uh, he's been absent without leave, um, but he's back now, Dryden. So that's settled me down as well. Good evening. Thanks for joining us. Uh, so what we're going to look at first before um, we start making a few picks is just a little look at how both teams have ended up here because they've taken very different uh, journeys, I would suggest. Um, so we'll start with the hometown Houston Astros, and that means you, Moon. I've just give us a little rundown of um, how Houston have made it to the World Series. Yeah, look, I mean, I don't want to uh, dive into too much about the season um, and what they were able to accomplish in that AL West. Look, they just got the job done. They ended up as the best team uh, during the regular season in the American League. They clinched home field. Um, so what they needed to do, they got done, and so far in the playoffs, they haven't been battle-tested, right? They've won every single one of their games. They they swept the Mariners. They swept the Yankees. Uh, so they're 7-0 and right now uh, with all types of momentum heading into the World Series here. And it's really been on the back of their pitching. I know we saw, you know, uh, highlights of Jordan hitting some bombs. Alex Bregman uh, looks like he's broken out of the, his funk. Um, Jeremy Pena with a whole bunch of clutch hits uh, for the Astros. So from top to bottom, it's really been pitching. It's been clutch hitting for this team. And again, I think uh, with the postseason experience that they've had over the last six seasons, I think that's been in their favor, at least in the American League thus far. So I think the best team in the American League by far is in the World Series, Malcolm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they've swept the Mariners and the Yankees um, since uh, what, Justin Verlander gave up six runs in that first game of the ALDS. Mm -hmm. um, since then, Astros have pitched 68 innings, giving up nine earned runs for a 1.19 ERA. Um, we talked a lot about the Astros on the run line as well, but they've actually been, um, been relatively close. They haven't scored that many runs. They, Seven games, they are they've scored thirty-one runs um and they let up eighteen runs. So they've won six of those seven games by one or two. Um Noah, you said at the when we were previewing everything, um, that you need a bopper. You were worried about the Cleveland Guardians because as obvious as it sounds, you need home runs to be hit. Um and the two There's sides of average wild stat where it's like the team that has hit more home runs in the game has won it. I believe through 19 games, I remember hearing the stat. It was 17 and two. The teams in the postseason that have hit more home runs have won the game. Well, these are the two teams who have hit more home runs per plate appearance in the postseason than any other. Um, the other thing that the Astros done, and again, it sounds obvious, they put the ball in play. You look at look at Yuli Gurriel has didn't strike out in hasn't struck out in 30 plate appearances. Bregman struck out twice in 32 plate appearances. 
The Houston Astros put the ball in play 30% more than the New York Yankees. 30%. That's not a small amount. Uh, that's absolutely ridiculous. So, um, look, yeah, all the reasons that, that Houston um, are rightly, very, very correctly uh, where they should be uh, and made the World Series. Uh, captain Sano's joined us. Uh, good evening, the captain. Aye, aye. Um, so, in terms of... Um, Philadelphia, the the word I would use um, to describe how Houston have made it and the word which you absolutely cannot prescribe to how Philly have made it is the word control. Houston have been in control of everything they've done on both sides of the ball, all three sides of the ball, if you want to count defence. Philly, I mean, what's the opposite of control? Is it chaos, the word? Um, It's been absolute mayhem. Um, Going back to the game one in the wild card, that 6-3 win against St. Louis when they scored all the runs in the ninth, in the top of the ninth inning when they were one nothing down. Um, they then progressed from there. They put seven runs, eight runs and nine runs on Atlanta in the three games that they won. Um, and then against San Diego, there was an 8-5 game. There was a 10-6 game. It's been absolutely mayhem. It's been a proper roller coaster. But, their stars have come to the party. Uh, JTL uh, Real Muto's been great. Uh, Bryce Harper's been absolutely brilliant. They're all the bits and bobs players. Gene Segura had that game where he made a defensive error and then came back uh, with the bat. Uh, Reese Hoskins, he's hitting 182, but he's got five home runs and a double. It's six hits. I think it's six for 44 with five home runs and a double. It's insane. Um the pitch has been good. Uh, Nola and Wheeler, obviously. Ranger Suarez stepped up when maybe we were slightly worried about him. Um, so, yeah, it's been completely and utterly a different way um, that Philly have found their way into this World Series than, than Houston have. And it makes for a really good contrast. Um, and I think when we're going to start picking apart this series and analysing it, you've got to set your stall out one of two ways. Do you take Houston in the absolute control and professionalism that they've shown or do you just buckle up, hitch your wagon to a star and carry on with this Phillies team um, and see what's around the next corner because no one knows. So, um, Noah, a little bit from you about uh, Philadelphia and how you think they've uh, they've progressed this far. It's been nuts. For me, it's really one word or two words, Bryce Harper. <laughs> And unbelievable. He has put Philadelphia on his back. He is one of the keys to the World Series, in my opinion. We'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, Murav, just uh, Philly for you? You look, I think we're really forgetting is that the Phillies ended up as the uh, third best team in the NL East. And they are here (laughs) all the way in the World Series. And, you know, like Noah said, it's been Bryce Harper. It's been JT Rolamuto. It's been Reese Hoskins at the clutch moments. But I think we also got to give credit to their two frontline starters. They're, they're, they're aces, right? Aaron Nola and um, Zach Wheeler. We'll get into the numbers in a little bit. But it, it's, it's, it, when we talk about postseason, whether it's any sport, you want to be playing your best baseball. And that's exactly what the Phillies are doing right now. They're coming in hot into this World Series. Um, so definitely looking forward to breaking it down even more. Okay, we'll get into the uh, the odds and the lines and who we fancy. Um, I'll briefly tell you about WinBet, the best place 
um, for all your baseball bets. Uh, if you bet $100 at WinBet, you'll get a free $100 bet, the WinBet Biggest Winners Club. Um, for people, if you hit the biggest parlay, uh, odds-wise on WinBet, you'll get a free $1,000 bet, uh, plus WinBet's Build Your Own Bet feature as well, so you can get some amazing same-game parlays in there. Uh, loads to choose from, and it's all at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your that free bet. Offer subject to change. T's and C's at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older. Present the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. Sports Gambling Podcast are giving you the chance to win the choice of either an autographed Lawrence Taylor or autographed Brian Dawkins. Wow, never heard of either of them. You can tell me who they are oh. in a minute, boys. Contest is completely free to enter. Subscribe to youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Comment on a video. Each video is a new chance to win. Turn your notifications on so you don't miss SGP contacting you when they pull the winner. Um, we are going to tell you about our World Series contest in a minute. Um, who's Michael Dawkins and Brian Taylor? Lawrence Taylor and Brian Dawkins. Who are those people? Moon, I'll stop rolling your eyes. I can see you. You call yourself a football fan? Not really. Lawrence Taylor is one of the greatest defensive players in the history of the game. Have you heard of LT? Don't say LaDainian Tomlinson because I know you have his jersey. <laughs> LT. Uh, does L- he? But he has Darren Sproles. Yeah, I've got Darren Sproles. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> okay, but still, it's Lawrence Taylor. Come on, he was. Uh, he played for the uh, New York Football Giants. When? Uh, this was back like when Pre-Noah. you were born, like in the 1930s when you were born. <laughs> you funny fucker. Uh, no, okay, well, I'm not... <laughs> probably 80s. I want to say 70s, not 70s, but 80s. Right. Well, no, then. I'm a Johnny Cup. It's like you if I'm. 80. Told you about some old English football players. You wouldn't have a clue either. It's one of those things. I don't hold that against you. Stop being oh. so. He was drafted in '81. Uh, nine All Pros, ten Pro Bowls, 132 and a half career sacks. <laughs> Moon up did the quick seasons. Wikipedia look. Up I there. had to. <laughs> any comment? Any comment on the sex? Had the sex crimes that Dryden's accusing him of in the chat? Have you seen the Water Boy? I'm aware of it. I know what it's about. Okay, well, he's in the movie for if that oh, maybe right. help. But Brian Dawkins, I'll give you credit. There may be a lot of people who don't know Brian Dawkins, or yeah, Brian Dawkins. But I thought we were having this conversation on the NBA pod. Is that maybe <laughs> that he should have picked somebody else for the Philadelphia Eagles? Maybe like Donovan McNabb or or somebody like Randall Cunningham. Maybe Darren Sproles. Darren Sproles. There you go. <laughs> Yay, we've brought it back to Darren Spools. Okay, and we've also brought it back to Philly. Um, Noah, um, keys to the World Series then. Um, you have taken a deep dive for us. Um, so give us, uh, hit us for your best shot. Yeah, very deep dive. So sit back in the clubhouse, grab a box of popcorn. Oh, moon off, go and have a little walk. Dive, we're going to dive head first into this. First, a nugget. Uh, since 1967, this is the largest gap of regular season wins between the two teams competing in the World Series. Houston had 106, and Philadelphia had 87, a difference of 19 wins. So key number one for me, um, my number one concern has been the Phillies throughout the whole postseason, the Phillies bullpen throughout the whole postseason. Uh, I'll get to that in a little bit, but everybody knows, everybody says that this lineup is hot. Um, Now let me make the argument that, you know, it really is not. Um, unless the term lineup is short for Bryce Harper, 
who is the NLCS MVP, hitting 419 with an OPS of 1351, five tanks, 11 RBIs, 10 runs scored, 39 total bases. I can make an argument that he's that it's not. I love Gene Segura, but he's the eight hitter. He's playing great right now. He's been a DFS sleeper of mine, and I think he's really underrated. But that's not at the top of the order where a lot of the offensive production needs to happen. Um, nobody in this lineup, I think, is like really consistent. Sure, one through four, it's dangerous. Let's roll through it. Number one, your leadoff hitter is Schwarber. 832 OPS this postseason, but he's only hitting 200. He has seven total hits in 48 play appearances. The most on this team uh, in the postseason because he is the leadoff hitter. Number two, your two hitter is Reese Hoskins. 779 OPS, that's great. But he has a 182 batting average. He has eight total hits, and five of them are home runs in 44 postseason ABs. And at your third hitter is JT Real Muto, who's been the best of the top four or the top three, batting 244 with a 716 OPS. And I'll steal a Malcolm phrase here. None of those numbers really blow my skirt up. Uh, nice. Key number two. <laughs> key number two. Now, quote unquote, this hot offense takes five days off. Everybody was complaining in the National League about the rest days. Do the Phillies get a taste of their own medicine here? Because I can give the edge, I think we all do, to the Astros' arms. Houston's bullpen has surrendered only two runs in seven postseason games. Rafael Montero, Brian Arbreu, and Ryan Presley are unbelievable in the back end. Will Smith has not appeared in a single postseason game. He's their leverage left-handed reliever. They have not even needed him. That's how like easygoing this postseason run has been so far. If Houston decides to throw to Harper, Will Smith is going to play a huge role. He was amazing as the closer for the Atlanta Braves in the 2021 World Series run. In the postseason, Harper is hitting 545 against left-handed pitching. Now that's a hot streak. Um, but in the regular season, he averaged 250, which is still good nowadays. Um, but against righties, he was hitting 300 flat in the regular season. Will Smith is going to be used against Harper, and if he's not used against Harper, he's going to be used against Bryson Stott to at least either get Stott out or force them to pinch hit Edmundo Sosa. Against left-handed hitters this season, Will Smith gave up an opponent's batting average of 0.75 uh, average against lefties this postseason for the Phillies top hitters Hoskins 182 Real Muto 125 Schwarber 0. 0.077 uh oh now key number three the Phillies bullpen has defied the odds I told you I'd come back to this they have a 355 postseason ERA. Just for comparison, that ranks seventh out of the 12 postseason teams. Houston has a bullpen ERA of .82. Now let's wow. isolate it down to Philly's leverage guys. Eflin earned or four earned in 6.1. He's their closer. Robertson, one earned in 3.2. He was injured during the NLDS celebrating a Harper home run in the wild card. Um, so he only has one earned in 3.2 postseason innings. Dominguez, one earned in 7.2. He's been incredible. Alvarado, three earned in eight innings. That's a combined 316 ERA, which only puts you sixth in postseason bullpen ranks. For reference, that 
I just don't think is good enough, especially when you only have four guys in that bullpen. It's not as deep as the Astros, especially when this lineup gets to see these guys for the third and fourth time throughout a long series. I think that's advantage Astros. Um, key number four, I called this little hot streak by Chaz McCormick. In uh, pre-postseason, I said that somebody needs to step up desperately for the offensive production of Houston from another outfield position to replace the injured Michael Brantley. This team undoubtedly, or I, and I said, if that happens, this team would undoubtedly make a World Series appearance. Jazz McCormick is hitting 250 with two bombs, and that's more than what Houston could have asked for. In general, in response to Jose Altuve's slump, slump unsung heroes have carried Houston to the World Series. ALCS MVP, the Carlos Correa replacement, Jerry Pena, has been unbelievable, batting 303 with three home runs, seven runs scored in seven games. Also, the contact lord, Yuli Gurriel, 367, and he's found a power stroke with two home runs in seven postseason games with a 933 OPS. Key number five, Philly's defense. This has been a defensive unit that has struggled for most of the year, and we saw what the Astros did when the Yankees made errors. Every time... The Yankees made an error. It seemed like the Astros capitalized. You look at the Bader drop fly ball. Chaz McCormick blasts a two-run home run off the top of the wall over the little short porch. Then you look at the drop double play in one of those games. They scored three in, three runs in that inning. It's just a domino effect of a house of cards that just falls when you make errors against this Astros team. They have postseason experience. It's something that you do not want to mess with. Those are the five keys for me in this series. Munaf, you had stats on the starting pitching for the Phillies. I feel like that is very important. I didn't squeeze it into my top five. What do you have on Aaron Nola and Zach Wheeler? Yeah, I mean, just take a look at what Zach Wheeler – I'll start with Zach Wheeler. And, you know, he was a guy that we were – throughout this postseason, we were backing on his strikeout props, right? So far this season uh, – sorry, this postseason uh, does have a one-in-one record in four starts, but an ERA of 1.78 – against the opposition, right? He's only allowed five earned runs in 25 and one-thirds innings pitched. Um, his worst outing was against the Atlanta Braves uh, back on October 12th in Atlanta where he gave up three earned runs in six innings. He also allowed two earned runs to the San Diego Padres. But other than that, he's been absolutely outstanding, right? Let's talk about Aaron Nola here real quick. Um, his numbers in the postseason thus far Two and so yeah, two and one with a three point one two ERA. Not as great as Zach Wheeler, but he's gone seventeen and one third innings pitched, allowed six earned runs, eighteen strikeouts in the span. I think the one bad start he did have was the last start against the Padres, where the numbers are inflated a little bit. Maybe the manager left him in too long. Rob Thompson. Um, I know his brother started that rally uh, against um, Aaron Nola, and that, that game, was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, I have to admit. Yeah, and he did give up two home runs in that game as well. But other than that, if you take a look at what he did against the Braves, six shutout innings, only allowed, sorry, uh, yeah, no earned runs, did allow five hits. Against St. Louis Cardinals, six and two thirds, four hits, no earned runs. So, and he's been consistently striking out batters as well. He's had at least six strikeouts in all three of his starts so far in the postseason. I think for me, and then it's a significant drop off to the next guy, right? You talked about the bullpen there, Noah, but Ranger Suarez. They've kind of used him in this utility role. 
Um, he started a couple games. He came out of the bullpen uh, in the in the Padres series in that game clincher where they used him to um, close out the game. He's been consistent as well. But we'll talk about the season series that these two teams had. Ranger Suarez did struggle against his Astros team uh, in that regular season uh, series finale where he did allow six earned runs in three innings. And we know the Astros can mash left-handed pitching. So for me, I think for the Phillies, it's really going to be keyed on those two guys out of Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola. I think for me, they have to get one out of those first two games in this series in Houston. And if they're not able to do that, I think that this series may be a wrap because it's going to be very, very difficult for them to win four out of five games. But those two guys have been studs. I know one bad start for Nola, but other than that, those two guys have been absolutely outstanding for these uh, for the Phillies pitching staff. And I, I, I think to your point, that one bad start for Nola, Austin Nola, his brother, yeah. was basically giving the whole scouting report to the Padres. So I think yeah. you throw that start completely out the window because the dude knew exactly what Aaron wanted to do. Yeah. Malcolm? Yeah, I think one of the things about this little four-day break that we've had uh, enforced is that both teams can have been able to align their pitches properly. So you're going to see Nola Wheeler one, two, twice. Both, they get to pitch twice. You're mm-hmm. going to see, obviously, Verlander. So the, the starting pitching comps... It's it's really quite straightforward. You talked about depth in there. And the fact that I've made a list on them and my Philly list is Nola Wheeler, then it takes a step down to Suarez, and then you've got f- level four is Falter slash Syndergaard, and I've wrote brackets, problem. The uh, the Houston list doesn't really stop Verlander, Valdez, McCullers, Javier, Garcia, brackets, bullpen, possibly, Kidi. So already... The, 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 <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, they're twice as deep. Um, so the even though that's kind of aligned that they can get everyone can get the best starts out twice. What Moonaf says is absolutely right. If they don't get a win early, I've got a bit of a feeling this could be done relatively quickly. Uh, Houston are the best bullpen in MLB regular season. Two eighty ERA. You've mentioned the names, Noah. They're absolutely outstanding. Um, Philly, the people that they've used have done okay, but I think they've only used four. Dominguez. Robertson, Alvarado, and Eflin have gone. There's people in that bullpen haven't even trotted out there. They haven't seen the light of day yet. Um, one of the issues I think is you said, Noah, that people there's this little myth currently that the Phillies lineup is hot. And the Phillies lineup isn't hot. There's been little sporadic bursts of stuff. Bryce Harper is hot. Now, are they not just going to walk him? We talked, we laughed about why Seattle weren't walking Alvarez. If they've got... Um, if Harvest DH and or hitting cleanup, sorry, when they've got um, Boom and who bats five Castellanos, yeah. if unless there's um, no runners on, is it not? Is Harvest not just going to get walked and walked and walked? Do you not think? So I I would think that because you know the Astros don't have a, a flux of left-handed pitching. They have Will Smith in the bullpen, and they have Valdez as a starting pitcher. Other than that, it's right-handed pitching. So Dusty Baker was the manager for Bryce Harper in Washington in 2016-2017. He knows what, I mean, Harper's tendencies are. Harper has definitely changed as a player since moving to Philadelphia, but he should know some tendencies. Now, I had a healthy conversation with Blake Meyer, the fantasy baseball guy, uh, very analytic 
analytical driven when you're talking about fantasy baseball you got to look into expected stats when you're looking for uh how to create your best uh fantasy baseball team he gave me the babbit numbers now originally i i i've never put any interest or like uh want to look into this stuff but you know the phillies they have career lows in BABIP um, from what he's saying. The Phillies are putting up runs in bunches against elite teams. Uh, this is a quote from him. Elite teams, uh, while Hoskins, a 120 BABIP, Schwarber, 170 BABIP, and Castellanos, 272 BABIPs, have well below their season and career averages. They're playing well below expectations, while the Astros players are cruising along at better than they should. So now my argument to him was, uh, I, I just the, the Phillies lineup isn't hot because three of their top five hitters were performing below their career averages in BABIP. So that would per, uh, support my argument, I think, um, that the Phillies have been getting lucky in winning the sheer amount of luck that I've been able to name off the top of my head, you know, game one against the Cardinals uh, in the ninth inning, that was insane. Six runs in the ninth inning off of a couple of little dinks and dunks and a, and an error from Arenado who never makes defensive mistakes. Um, then you had Strider two walks and then Hoskins had his first postseason hit, which was a bomb. And then game two against the Padres, four runs in the second inning without an exit velocity over 90 miles an hour. And Soto losing the ball in the sun. He responded with, you can make the same argument with the Astros. Bregman had a uh, expected batting average of .040 on one of his home runs in the Yankees game two. Uh, Robbie Ray facing Alvarez in the bottom of the ninth in game one against the Mariners. And then the Mariners pulling one of their best hitters, Eugenio Suarez, in the ninth inning of an 18-inning marathon. So very healthy conversation, both of us talking handicaps in the Discord. Plug the Discord. I think it's discord.com slash SGPN. I don't know. SG.PN slash Discord. There we go. Yeah, so um, yeah, so top and bottom of it, they're going to work hard. They're going to walk Harper to get to Castellanos and Boom because you can get them boys out, um, is my opinion. Um, no house advantage changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Playing pick and contest races other people for a shot and winning $250,000 or more in cash. And now we can talk about our the MLB Gambling Podcast World Series Prop Contest. Now, this is exciting. The winner, i.e. me, gets $200 in cash and a $200 SGPN gift card entered today exclusively on the SGPN app. Um, so this contest, uh, ladies and gentlemen, is a prop contest. There are 22 picks to submit. Um, outrights, player props, you name it. So we're going to have a little whiz through now. Um, do you boys, shall I just do this as a, do you have your picks in front of you, you two? I do. Okay, so we'll do it as a, if I call them out, we'll go as a lightning round. Um, right, so, and this is, uh, if you're at home, get on the app, enter this contest, good prizes. Um, won't be too overly subscribed, so you've got a good chance of coming second to me. Um, so we will go with number one, World Series winner um, for me, Houston Astros. Munaf? Astros. Houston Astros, and we'll talk about the handicap in a little bit. Uh, yeah, we absolutely will. We're going to give out our outright pick shortly. Uh, series length over under five and a half games. Um, I'm taking the under. Hi. Oh, this is a tough one. Uh, 
I like the over five and a half. I'm going to go over. I like the over five and a half as well. Okay. I did have the over clicked and then I realized one of my main picks I'm giving out is under. So <laughs> I can't give out both on the same show as bad <laughs> as I normally am. Uh, will any game go to extra innings? The answer for me is no. No. So every selection from here on out is worth 10 points. Now to differentiate myself, I'll say yes, because the odds are low. <laughs> okay. So yeah, you're going contrary, you know, or are you from there here you on? Go. No, total players, really. total players to hit a home run over or under eight and a half. Um, I think it's under. Under. So seven players have hit two or more home runs this postseason. That tally doesn't include Kyle Tucker, Trey Mancini, Jose Altuve, Nicholas Casianos, or Alec Bohm. I'm taking the over. Okay. Uh, Noah's definition of a lightning round is pretty impressive, Moonoff. I think you're looking. Uh, <laughs> that was quick. That was one sentence. <laughs> oh, I'm already pulling your legs, so don't worry. I know. Uh, Jordan Alvarez, total homers, over or under one and a half? Under. I'm going to go under as well. Under. I think he only hits one. I think the Phillies, they'll have a game plan around him. They'll throw Alvarado whenever they need. Same prop for Bryce Harper, under one and a half for me. Uh, likewise under the dusty Baker effect. You know, he knows what Harper wants to do there. Then I've got a picture. We've just established this. Oh, sh- <laughs> sh- I've just pressed on some button that didn't make sense. Uh, will Jeremy Pena Homer is an obvious no. I'm going to say yes. He's a yeah. Homer in every single series so far. Why not? The yeah, give me never yes. homers. Well, well, that's 10 points. I'm getting it. You're not. Will Kyle Schwarber <laughs> Homer. No, I might have just clicked no on all of these. You know, I've got a no for Schwarber. I will say, I'll say he gets one, yes. I think yes, because every time he makes contact with a ball, it's got a chance to go out. He doesn't really hit for contact. <laughs> I was watching him take some BP on the telly earlier on, and he does hit the ball quite a long way. Like, <laughs> uh, Alex Bregman, total hits over, under, five and a half, under for me. Over. Yeah, I'm on the over, too. He's had 10 hits in seven postseason games. Plus, like all he knows is October baseball, so over. Jose Altuve, same prop, five and a half. I'm going to take the over for Altuve. It's my first over of the day, I think. Mm. This is the series. I mean, look, Altuve had a terrible ALCS. I think he had, what, like two hits? I think he steps up when it's the biggest moment um, of the postseason. I'm going to go over. We're all on the same page here. I like the over, too. Altuve was probably one of the few guys that the off days helped offensively. Uh, four and a half hits for JT Real Muto. I still haven't got the uh, R rule that you've got, Noah. I'm going to take the over four and a half for JT. I'm going to go under. I like the over for Real Muto as well. Ten hits in 11 postseason games, and they have to pitch to him if they're not going to pitch to Harper. True story. Uh, Nick Castellanos, uh, four and a half hits. I'll take the under. I think he sucks. <laughs> That's the handicap. He sucks. Um it is. I'm going to go over. I'm on the under. He's just not a consistent hitter. And the Astros, they're flux with the right-handed pitchers to just duel with him the whole series. Uh, Head-to-head RBIs, Alvarez, minus a half against Harper. Um, I've told you they're not pitching to Harper, so I've got to take Alvarez. Yeah, I'm going to go Alvarez as well. I think both teams kind of stay away from both of these guys. Alvarez has eight RBIs in seven games. Harper, 11 RBIs in 11 games. Eileen, Eric Jordan. 
same prop, head-to-head RBIs. Bregman minus a half against Schwarber. I've got Bregman. Bregman as well. This is my number one lock of the 21 plays. Like Bregman just set a record. I don't know the record off the top of my head, but for postseason RBIs at this point in his career, give me Bregman. Uh, Over as a leadoff hitter too. That was the other part of my handicap. Yes. Well pointed out. Justin Verlander. Game one strikeouts. Seven and a half. I'm taking the under moon off. You're definitely going over, aren't you? Yes, I am. Over. Yeah, I'm on the over too. It's five and three in his last eight appearances, and he had 10Ks against Philly. Now everybody's going to rebuttal at their best like three hitters, and they're also hung over from their clinching win. It's still 10 strikeouts. Yeah, very predictable, Munaf. Uh, will so, Zach sorry, Wheeler... Uh, Malcolm, sorry to interrupt you, but uh, so I think that's something that we need to get corrected on here because they just announced... Aaron Nola will be the game. I was just, um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we've got uh, Will Zach Wheeler pitched six innings in game one, which at this point is quite easy. No, because he's not pitching game one. No, uh, I think they, they changed it to like their first appearance. I think we had the same issue. We'll get that now. Okay. Let me email him right now. Yeah, right. We'll skip that one. Will from no, Valdez. Just, just talk about it because I think they'll probably change it because there's a Aaron Nola prop okay. for game two down here. Munaf. So six six innings from Aaron Nola in game one. I've got a yes. Aaron Nola, yes. Um, is it six innings or six and a half Ks? I think it's six, six. and a half games. Ks. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that was game Strikeouts two. for Nola. For game, well, that's what I'm saying. He's going to yeah, 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 game okay. one. It's just the wrong game number. Yeah. So Nola over six and a half strikeouts, yes or no? Over. Uh, no, under. I like the under. The under's 3-0 in the postseason this year. Under 6.5. Uh, Framba Valdez, six innings in game two. Um, I've gone with no. What? Uh, Framber is good for at least seven innings. I'm, I'm going to go over. <laughs> yeah, this Phillies team, their weakness is left-handed oh, right. pitching. How many quality um, starts does this guy have? The quality I starts, can't. you need to go six innings. Come on, Malcolm. Oh, I'm going to change it. I've changed mine. Yes. Good to so I'm, I'm, I'm happy to show... Growth and development. Uh, Ryan Presley, total saves. Uh, one and a half. I will take the over. Uh, uh, yeah, over. Over. He has had four saves and five postseason appearances. Um, the penultimate uh, prop, Noah, is um, will a team be shut out? I've taken the yes. Mm, I'm going to go no. I'm on the yes, too. There's too much good pitching. Also, we skipped the Wheeler game, too. So does he go seven, six innings or longer? Yes. Go ahead, Malcolm. Yeah, yes, exactly. I think he's gone six in every start so far this postseason, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Munaf, and they need him to go long because the Phillies bullpen cannot handle yeah. uh, the stress. I think both Nola and Wheeler are going to have to go seven. Yes, and finally, the series MVP, you can have 25 points for Alvarez, Harper, or Verlander, or you can have 10 points for the field. I'm taking the field. Field for me as well. Field. Field. Yeah, my three MVP picks do not come on that list. Would you like to give out the uh, the tiebreaker as well, which is the total hits in the World Series no, without going that's over? Gonna, that's what's going to separate us. All right. So when everyone else has copied my picks, yeah. that's what's going to win it for me. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, Ed. well played. No, you're absolutely right. So there you go. Um, use the SGPN app. Uh, see, free to win. The $200. 
in cash, $200 gift card, and it'll be fun over the next few days to uh, watch people climb and fall the leaderboards here. I'm really, really looking forward to all of that. Um, okay, so we have told you how everyone got here, um, taking you through the keys to the series, our leans, our feelings. Um, we need to make some picks, boys. Um, now, I don't know what you've got. I've got an outright pick. I've got a correct score. Um, I've got a little parley, and I have got some MVP picks. Uh, where do you want to start, Moonaf? What have you got? Um, why don't, why don't we start with uh, our series picks, um, and then we could get into like you know the exotics and exotics and MVPs and stuff like that. So, yeah. uh, you want to lead it off for uh, official series picks, Malcolm? Yes, I will do. So, um, I got the lines about you. We haven't given any lines up here. So, um, the series. To win the series, the Philadelphia Phillies are plus 165. The Houston Astros are minus 146. Uh, my outright pick is the Houston Astros, minus 146. Um, I know we're going to talk about game one tomorrow, but if you like Houston to win game one tomorrow, um, I would parlay it up with um, Houston to win game one and to win the World Series. That's a uh, plus money. That's a plus 110. So I think if, you, if you're invested in Already, if you think Houston are going to take down game one, I think you almost have to. Moonaf's explained it's going to be hard for Philly to come back from that. So if you're a game one better and you like Houston, I um, take them to um, win the World Series as well with the parlay at plus 110. So they'd be my two picks. I'll back Houston outright um, and I will parlay them to uh, win the series along with winning that game one would be my outright picks. Uh, I'll give my correct score as well. I've got Houston in five. Um, Houston to win this four to one. Um, at a price of plus five fifty, Munaf. All right. Uh, for me, I am going to go with the hometown team, the Houston Astros, to get this done, uh, get their second World Series title in as many as six uh, years. Uh, and I think they get it done in, I think it's either five or six games. I'm going to I'm gonna go five games, the five to one. Astros in five at five to one. Astros in five, so the same, so yeah, uh, yeah, the same the same pick as me there. Yeah, okay, so double bubble uh, for the Astros in five. No, a team ride, or are you making a case for Philly? It's a team ride, and here's why. I I love nothing more than betting a plus money play and pulling for the underdog, but the betting splits are speaking to me. The Phillies are the third biggest market in the MLB, and the fans have come out of their holes singing dancing on my own and betting on Philly <laughs> shout out a shout out to my guy, Ben Carey from Capwise uh, for digging the stat out and posting it on Twitter, Philadelphia ranked 16th in attendance this season. Somehow the Colorado Rockies were above what? them. The fans have it's emerged. A bandwagon town. The, the fans have emerged from their holes and their Phillies are a public dog getting over 60% of the money. You know what they say, public dogs have fleas. Give me the Astros to win the series. Now, I, I have a dog play, and it is Houston. I have, like, the exacta. Um, Houston home series two-game sweep. Philly is 7-0 and at home this season and the postseason, so they win game three. Then they lose game four because they do not have starting pitching depth. You either go Falter or Syndergaard, and I think the Astros blast them. 
They win game five against JV, and that says a lot from me saying that. Wow, that breaks rule number one, Noah. Yes, it breaks rule number one of the commandments, uh, betting MLB for me. And then Framber Valdez and Houston clinch it in game six. All of that in order, 25 to one. Oh, wow. That's incredible. I love that. I'm writing that down. I've got my pen out. Uh, okay, so yeah. A quick nugget, too. Uh, you're looking at series exacta, the favorite. Can you guess what the favorite option was? The lowest odds for the what the correct score? Yep, for the correct series, like picking the games. Now go on, then hit me. It's a Houston sweep plus 800. Okay. Yeah, I can, yeah, that would make sense. Like, um, okay, just once you once you begin to go off off track, there, it's hard to bring yourself back to the uh, to the straight and narrow. So, um, so, okay, so everyone's got Houston. Um, me and Moon off have Houston in five. Noah has them taking the circuitous route to winning it in six. Um, props, then I couldn't find many on my local book, so I've got some MVP stuff. Um, so I'll, I'll lead off on my MVP props and hopefully you two boys might have some uh, more exotic ones as well. I've got three MVP players here. Now, three? The old, yeah, three. <laughs> oh. I mean, you're um, just chucking little quarter units everywhere. Yeah, okay. and one, go, of go, which, go. one of which is a 50 to one shot, which you said I you know. think... Uh, you all right? He knows which I've picked, and he's already written yeah. it down like a I smart have it ass. Down on a notebook. This isn't it, but I have it on the other side. And he made me hide my eyes like a toddler while he showed it to Moon. I felt earlier on. I'm, it's notebook I'm talking about, nothing else. Um, so, good God, <laughs> the handicap. Up, hold on, hold on. Let me pull up the MVP odds first. Hold on. Go oh, ahead, oh, you could. Why you could it out? Right. Yeah, I'm ready. Go ahead. So, the stems of the handicap is that I've just gone for four-one Houston. Therefore, I don't think it's going to be a pitcher because we're not getting beyond JV twice, yeah? So you rule out... So that that gives you a possible option of one pitcher, which is JV. It's not going to be because it's going to be a short series. They're going to get it done in five. We're looking at the bats. We're obviously looking at Houston bats. Um, So the two are... Kind of at the top of the market I've picked out are Alex Bregman at 12 to 1. He was relatively hot coming in. Um, Jose Altuve at 14 to 1. Um, as Moon have pointed out, he was historically bad um, making his run. Uh, he had a historically bad run, sorry, um, throughout the postseason so far. He did have a. 164 WRC plus in 2022. He was absolutely stellar. Um, he's second all time in postseason home runs. So the uh, the gravity of the situation won't get to him at all. And if you could see Noah's little face now, he's so pleased with himself. Uh, and the 50 to one shot for MVP is what does that say? Chas McCormick, McCormick is the correct answer. Let's go. He said yeah. he had a 50 to one play in the chat, and I was like, I know what it is immediately because I was looking. There he too. is. Charles McCormick at 50 to 1. 50 to 1 out there. Exactly. That's what I thought it was. All you had to do was look at the prices and realize that he was the only bloke at 50 to 1. Fucking Sherlock Holmes. I knew what you were looking at. (laughs) Bloody Magnum PI there, detective in his way. The the only (laughs) conceivable solution. Um, He had two home runs in the ALCS. And listen, baseball's a streaky game. All you need. Um, Who was it? Randy Rosarena went a bit crackers this time last year, didn't he? We've already seen Reese Hoskins go. You know, you don't need to tell me that uh, things happening 
in um, little bursts in baseball. So, yeah, why not Chas McCormick at 50 to 1? We'll have um, one of Moonaf's pizza bets on there. They're my three picks, Moonaf. Um, yeah, I, I also, I'll write off mine. I had, uh, Alex Bregman as, as well, 12 to one. I think he's having a fantastic postseason uh, for the Houston Astros. You know, uh, no one mentioned how many hits he's had and how he's kind of come up clutch for the Astros. And again, he has that power ability, right? He can hit for average. He can hit for home runs. So at 12 to one, I do like Alex Bregman as well. Um, I think you probably also have to throw in, I- I'm going to throw in Yuli at 30 oh, to one. I like it. Yeah. Yuli was a great. Great show, Moon. I think it would be um, made my shortlist. Yeah, I think he had a couple home runs as well uh, for the Astros this postseason. Um, I think he was the AL what batting champ this year, if I'm not mistaken, uh, for the Astros or in the American League. Um, he does have two home runs. He has 17 total bases, three RBIs. Uh, he's batting 367 in the postseason, which leads the team in uh, batting average. Uh, 933 OPS, which is right behind Jeremy Pena and Alex Bregman. So I think that there's an ability where if they're not going to pitch to Jordan, if they're maybe going to walk Alex Bregman just because of how hot he's been, that there's opportunities for RBIs and potentially hitting one over the fence for Yuli Gurriel is going to be available. So at 30 to 1, uh, I like Yuli as well. So Bregman 12 to 1 and Yuli at 30 to 1. Okay, yeah, definitely uh, Gurriel. He's another one who won't be faced at all by the. Um by the situation. He just put the ball in play a lot. He was responsible uh, for a lot of that ball and play action that Houston uh, put up in over the postseason. And uh, Noah, what have you got? Muna, did you have like a, a lock or a prop that you're taking? Um, I, I guess I'll just go with the Astros in five as my lock at five to one. Um, but I think if you really want to, you know, get a little freaky or if you want to get a serious double prop here, I think Astros uh, game one victory and series double uh, is at plus 105. So if you don't want to lay that minus 180 price, you could get that at plus 105. Uh, But if you think the Astros can come from behind, I think for me, we talked about Justin Verlander. He's gone up to a couple rough starts in game ones in both the divisional series and the, uh, the championship series. I think that first two innings will will let us know how where Verlander's head is at. The stat is out there. He's 0-6 straight up in the World Series. But again, it is Justin Verlander. If you want to go plus 380, Phillies win game one and Astros win the World Series, I think that's another way to attack it. But uh, I'm going to go Astros uh, minus one and a half as my lock uh, for uh, this World Series. And I'll try to pull up that price while you give yours out. I want to say this too. Justin Verlander, classic version of himself. A little bit rocky, first and second innings, maybe even a bomb. He settles in and he starts rolling as the start goes along. So, like you mentioned, first two innings, three innings, it could be rocky. I think it's probably like the fourth inning that you figure out what Verlander you see um, for the gay or for the for the game. Now, I I have a an exotic that I think both of you guys are going to absolutely love. I have a handicap on it, and I think both of you guys are going to bet it as soon as we get off with the podcast. My lock for the series is the total number of strikeouts in the series under 108 and a half. We, we think this thing's going five or six games, though. Yeah. Everybody is saying this Astros pull, bullpen and starting rotation just struck up 50 batters in a series against the Yankees in four games. Well, this thing's not going past six, I don't think. Like, I have the Astros winning in six. Houston's postseason Ks per game, 8.72. Philly's postseason Ks per game, eight and a half. 
In the regular season, Houston was the second best team in plate discipline, only striking out 7.34 of 7.34 times a game, Philly 8.42. So both of them were better against good pitching in the regular season, I would say. Roughly 17 games or 17 strikeouts a game in the postseason for those two teams. Now multiply 17 times six, that's 102. You have six and a half strikeouts of room. That's a lot. That is a lot. So this is a lock. Minus 115 under 108 and a half in the full series. I think the one thing that will uh, maybe some pushback on that is. I don't think that the Phillies have faced a one to five, one to six pitchers. I mean, like the Astros. I mean, I'm talking about the Astros pitching. Um, So there, I mean, look, I think there's a possibility that Christian Javier racks up 10 strikeouts in the start, Verlander as well. But I think the whole notion is that if this is over in five or six, then yeah, you think the the under should hit uh, on this uh, play. Yeah. For sure. No, I absolutely so, love that. No, I agree with you, especially if we think it's going maybe maximum six. Um, we've taken we've taken five and six. So, um, yeah, that's a that's a really nice uh, nice find, mate. Well well fetched out. Um, I wish they broke that did, down by teams. Like, they do. They do. They, what's the Phillies uh, number? The Phillies number it? is fifty six and a half strikeouts. Yeah, I kind of like the over on that. So uh, eight and a half times. I say six. I think it ends in six. You guys say five. I'm going to do the quick math. Eight and a half times five. Eight times five is 40, but eight and a half times five is 42 and a half. And then if you add that, it's 52 strikeouts, and you get four strikeouts of insurance. Hmm. Okay. So, um, yeah, I, I, I like the total a little bit more just because, you know, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. Maybe you could divvy it up in teams and have a, a winning bet in both of them. I think the I think the public when they see that they're going to be like, yeah, these two teams have great pitching staffs. Wheeler, Nola, Astros with all their guys, strikeouts are going to be plenty. I don't think it goes long enough. Um, and then my MVP plays just to sprinkle them out uh, a, a fifth of a unit, quarter of the unit, uh, whatever you guys want to do for the exotics. Uh, the chalky play for me is Framber Valdez. I think he gets wins in game two and game six. Uh, Phillies, they have a little bit of a weakness against left-handed pitching. Uh, so we're going with Valdez. I think he gets two quality starts, wins, uh, 11 to one. And then the fun play, cause I was coerced by Malcolm. It's Chaz McCormick <laughs> at 50 to one. So we've doubled up on Chaz McCormick. Yes, um, yeah, I like the Valdez line as well. Me and Moon obviously went to hitters, but um, pitchers got as much chance as anyone. And uh, if you think Valdez can get a couple of W's there, then absolutely why not? So, yeah, well done, Noah. Loved, uh, loved your input tonight. You've been a busy boy, haven't you, working hard? Aye, aye. Aye, aye. <laughs> aye, aye, Captain. Um, and that, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, um, has got us to the end. So, um Hopefully, we've uh, steered you in the right direction then. A light is on a couple of things that have uh, that have made you want to go and find a, find a book and, and get some money down. I'm sure everyone's really looking forward to it. Don't forget the, um, the contest as well. So go to the SGP and app and enter the prop contest to get those prizes. Moonaf, um, any final words before we crack on? 
No, I, I know we didn't mention much about Mast- Mattress Mac and his uh, significant amount of money that he's bet on the Astros. So I think that's a, possibly the only downfall that the Astros have uh, going against them uh, in this World Series. I, I mentioned this on the on the on the Mothership show with Sean and Ryan is that he over the be- uh, over the course of his betting career he's two and thirteen betting on these outrights <laughs> and championships he's lost close to 27 and a half million dollars so i'll put it that way i'd but, love to burn that much money but he makes it back on the on the uh, uh on his um the furniture promotion that he does every single year for the astros so so it's not i guess not too much out of his pocket, we we talked say. about this in like july when he placed that bet too yeah it was a good conversation yeah, yeah it was um yeah so well done boys uh, great content and really enjoyed that um we're going to be back tomorrow with a game one preview um, for the game, which is on Friday evening. Um, I'm looking forward to that a lot. Um, usual place uh, to find all your SGP and content. I'm sure Moonaf's cranking out all sorts of stuff. I, brewed, I did some Breeders' Cup stuff earlier on um, with Chase on the Notorious OTB. You'll be able to find that on your SGP and podcast stream um, and on the app as well. So look forward to all of that. Uh, thanks everyone for joining us, joining the live chat. Brendan, Dryden, Captain Encino, etc. We appreciate all your feedback. Uh, don't forget the contest. Get your bets on. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, until then, we will see you down the road. Cheers.